Welcome to Click Connect. I'm your host, Craig Sullivan. We got a great show for you. We have another industry leader for you. And today we're going to be discussing hotels, safety, and tech. Can't wait to get into it. But before we do that, I want to thank Red Roof Franchising and Chicago Title National Commercial Services Group for being a part of the show. Thank you both very much for that. And you know what? I can't wait. We've got David Branca. We're talking about hotels, safety, and tech. He is with Pinpoint, a division of RF Technologies. David, welcome to the show. How Craig, are you? Thanks for having me on. I'm well Thank you thrilled for to being be here. Uh, we're so excited. You and I have talked. We've met. We've had a couple of conversations. And Pinpoint's fascinated me. So let's do this. Would you please tell the audience about yourself and Pinpoint? For sure. So my name is Dave Branca. I am the regional sales manager uh, for Pinpoint. We are a division of RF Technologies, uh, which is a veteran-owned company uh, based out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I am based out of uh, Boston, Massachusetts, uh, and oversee uh, the larger part of the Northeast uh, United States, and I deal with the bulk of our hospitality uh, portfolio, which is how you and I first came to meet. Exactly. Exactly. So, panic buttons. You have a system that does not depend on property Wi-Fi. Is that correct? Tell us about that. That's that's correct. So uh, a few years ago, one of the things I love most about the company is a few years ago, uh, they really listened to their customers and realized that, um, you know, people, not every property has great Wi-Fi. And the system was sitting on any property's Wi-Fi solution. And the owner uh, decided, hey, we need to come up with a solution in a way to not rely upon a, system, uh, a property's Wi-Fi infrastructure. And we created what's called a system called LoRa, which is, stands for Low Frequency High Radius Technology. Uh, and it allows us to now cover any and everywhere on a hotel or resort property, be it a, a golf course, be it their parking areas, be it stairwells, garages, uh, you name it. So issues that people used to have before uh, be it in a high rise in New York City, a golf course out in Florida or a, you know, walking, hiking pool area out in California. Um, now you have coverage everywhere and you don't have to worry about, you know, where is your Wi-Fi uh, good and where is your not. And the level of safety, security and confidence it now gives the employees ha has just been tremendous. I love that. You know, innovation is born from listening to your customers. So... I, I like it that you're getting your 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 customer base involved with this. So let's talk about that just a little bit as well. Now, are you are you bringing them in for meetings? Are they, you know, are they having those aha moments and going, hey, you know, I think I've got something for you to, to help improve the system. You know, how does that work? You know, it's it. I think that's that gets down to a core of a company. You know, listening to their clients. So it's, it's kind of, it's a mixed bag. I would say it's D all the above. So okay. for instance, uh, Park Hyatt, New York city, they, they were, they've been using our Wi-Fi product for a while. Um, and they have, you know, a lot of money. They have a high budget. They, uh, have great Wi-Fi infrastructure. They, one of their regional directors, uh, said, Hey, you know, we really like this solution product that you guys have. Um, can you take care of us over our grand, our, uh, grand central location as well? 
we said, sure. And he said, you know, I remember previously we met, you guys told us you have a non Wi-Fi version of this product. Yeah. How does this look? So we went through the whole process and what they liked is it was the same software, everything they were super familiar with. Um, the only difference is the backend tech change where now that they, they have full coverage and they don't have to worry about putting existing routers in their stairwells. They don't have to have stuff in their parking garage. Uh, New York City is a great example because they're so tightly condensed. Right. Um, you know, Wi-Fi signals can be an issue. Um, so that was a great opportunity for us to educate a current customer who brought us brand new business and a new property um, to utilize the low technology. And they they absolutely love it. I love it because, you know, if you're putting equipment in garages, stairwells, yep. you know, it has a tendency of disappearing. It's all of a sudden magic. It's gone. Uh, uh, yeah. Plus, you've got the concrete and steel to deal with. And if you're, you know, subterranean parking, three to four floors underground, I mean, is it actually working all the time? It's hard to say. You know, at least in my experience, it's hard to say. Um, it, it is. And, and, and the irony is, uh, so Hyatt recently purchased uh, the Chatwell Lodge Group. We talked about right. that. I think they got a shout out at, at the Click Conference. So yep. that same technology is in place for their lodges. And, and a lot of it came from, there's a great deal of space between all their buildings. It's spread out uh, property. You know, people can go hiking. You have your own independent lodges versus one or two big standalone buildings. Right. So properties that kind of have that landscape. Um, there's, there's just so much depth and flexibility to how people can utilize the lower technology and have that same level of safety and security that you would have uh, if you have a smaller property or you have a bigger property that just has Wi-Fi routers everywhere. Um, what I have found is IT directors and HR managers, uh, they really like it. It takes the pressure off of the IT team to manage and right. support their network. And it gives uh, HR the confidence in knowing that no matter where an employee, employee is, um, they still have the power of see something, say something uh, from a safety, security, or from a uh, medical guest assistance standpoint as well. You took the words right out of my mouth. I, I think, you know, yeah, you got a destination resort across, you know, who knows how many acres, and you could have a maintenance person going by on a golf cart and they find somebody it's, you know, on the ground. So it's not about, oh, I can't get a cell service here, you know, or something else. So you've got that, that capability. Um, talk about the fobs for a second, would you please? Because I think that's something that uh, everybody would like to hear about. Those are battery powered and Correct. you can use them anywhere on, uh, within the confines of the zone of the resort or whatever that's type correct. Of property it is. So uh, on our help alert solution, uh, we have a two button fob. Uh, the simple way I kind of explain it is um, the primary button is going to be, hey, I need help. I need assistance. Uh, anything for the most part that can be uh, managed on property. You just push that button. It's going to give you tactile vibration feedback to let you know the signal has been sent and that folks are on the way. Um, additionally, on the side, there's a secondary button where you can squeeze the device together. And that's going to be a priority alert. Uh, generally, what I recommend to folks that they use that as uh, a raised or priority level alert. Uh, sometimes it can mean that there is some sort of event that is occurring that unequivocally cannot be managed with on-site uh, resources, be it a, a medical uh, or physical level of threat. Uh, a lot of times when we're putting these systems in place uh, with properties, I always recommend um, that we set this up based around what their protocols are. I'm never going to tell you guys how you're supposed to right. do things. 
uh, the first questions I always ask are, hey, walk me through your protocols. How does this work? What do you guys do? So that we can set this up to be as a streamlined and seamless process uh, as part of what you guys are doing today. I love that approach because now they don't have to learn something else. You know, they don't have to adapt their protocols to your system. Um, yeah, the goal is to be as, as, as streamlined and in line and complementary to what they're doing. Perfect. Now, with this fob, it also, lack of a better term, is a tracker. So they know once that signal's been sent, they know exactly where it is on the property and there's no guesswork. It's it's right correct to that pinpoint. So th- so that's always a hot button topic um, discussing with you know unions and employers are always worried about, you know, hey, are, are you tracking us? You guys know exactly where we are. Um, that you absolutely can do that with other providers and some systems and stuff like that. And depending upon what you do with our system, uh, the only way we know where somebody is, is they have to push that button. And okay. then um, once they push that button, we know when or where they are. The classic example that we give, uh, you have a housekeeper uh, and she walks in on incident or some sort as she's going about her job, you know, right. closes, you know, pushes the button, closes the door, walks away, you know, goes two doors down and locks herself in a linen closet. Uh, security personnel will be able to see immediately uh, within three feet of where she is. And then they'll actually be able to see her move and go in, go into the linen closet and they'll know her location. Um, that's a big part of, of yeah. uh, you know, safety, knowing where people are, knowing what they move. And um, on the other side of that, if somebody has a medical emergency and they're then trying to get that person to an ambulance or they need to know exactly where that where those people are, they have that pinpoint level accuracy. And if they are to move for whatever reason, they can still see that person. But under no circumstance can we actually track any of these individual fobs if the if they have not been engaged. Right. They have to be engaged. I mean, you know, we're already being tracked by our phones. Okay. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. you know <laughs> uh, but I how have the associates been adapting and appreciating this system? Because it, it, it's a delicate matter. I mean, like I said, you know, we're being tracked by our phones all the time. You know, Google's sending me alerts for all kinds of stuff that I don't care about. Uh, but, you know, I, I've got to imagine if you can get past that and you understand that it's okay, we don't know where you are unless you activate it. I have to have a feeling that the associates are appreciating it because in case there is an emergency with them or a guest or, you know, the gardener or somebody else on, on site. Is that correct? It, it is. And, you know, in certain areas where we work with a lot of union properties as well, and they, yeah. they come in and they do the union testing. Uh, we're one of the few uh, companies that has a 100%. Uh, we've never failed a wow. union certification test whatsoever. Uh, and we take a lot of pride in that. You know, we, uh, for lack of a better term, kind of made our bones in New York City. And that's one of the uh, toughest hospitality unions. And and that has also cultivated um, how precise our system is in terms of working and knowing where people are. And it's interesting when I talk to different folks across the country, because right now there's, there's, there's a lot of confusion when it comes to panic buttons, um, depending upon your geography, where you are. Uh, I know a lot of different on on a county by county basis in California, it's a little different. And we've also started to see brands like Marriott, Hyatt, Intercontinental, um, 
you know, Hilton's, you know, you, you name it. A lot of them are now starting to have corporate mandates to try and get ahead of any potential, uh, you know, whether it's state or county regulations. Um, so everyone's kind of juggling the ball to try and find a happy medium. Uh, but at the end of the day, what I have found is uh, when you give employees that, you know, safety, security, and when they understand how the system works, uh, a lot of those fears, you know, kind of go away. That that old adage is, uh, you know, people are less afraid when they understand what's going on, you know. Exactly. I agree with you on that. Uh, one thing that just popped into my head on this is, you know, is there could depending on who your insurance carrier is, there could be a savings on your insurance with this because now you can immediately respond to a guest emergency or, you know, an employee emergency, something of that nature, you know, again, a gardener or painter, somebody else on, on premise uh, that has an accident. So, you know, you don't have somebody lingering, off to the side of the the asset that nobody can see or find, and now you've got this ability to take care of any any medical emergencies. Um, to to I, your point, one of the some of the feedback we've gotten, you know, on our on our fobs and panic system is that you know it gives people the ability to kind of do their job with confidence and, and not be um, you know distracted by what's going on. If you have a landscaping person doing something, and maybe you have uh, homeless people in the area. Um, person can kind of hit that button, let property management know like, Hey, I, I, I need an extra set of hands or something's going on. And they're going to come and check and know precisely where that person is. Um, yep. you know, you want people to be able to focus on what they're doing, you know, whether it's housekeepers or it's landscaping or anybody across the board, you want them to be able to focus on what they're doing and if, and when they need help, know that, Hey, help is on the way and that they're going to know exactly where you are. Love it. Balancing discrete guest experiences and services in a secure environment. You know, how, how do you guys tackle that? Great question. So uh, we provide people a, a couple of different options that they can use uh, for the fob itself. Uh, we have a lanyard option, which some people go with. We have some where it's just a bell clip or it's a pocket clip so that, you know, you can have it on your person. No one's going to see it. And if for some reason you find yourself in a situation where you're uncomfortable, you can immediately have access to pushing that button and it's going to give you vibration feedback and knowing that you have help that's on the way um, versus potentially loud lights, sounds, radios, um, some of the other uh, uh, options that are out there. Um, sometimes you kind of want to have that um, subtle duress notification ability without letting the whole world know that you just you know hit a panic button. Absolutely. Tell me about your 3D ID because I was seeing some of your information on that and that just sounds like yep. a magnificent tool. So it really does. It, yeah, it's great. So Pinpoint started about 10 years ago based out of Boston. RF Technologies bought the company and they bought a lot of it for the IP, the, the uh, IP specifically around when we build your building, uh, there's a 3D model rendering of it. And a lot of it came from in New York City when people were putting panic buttons in place, they'd have an issue that was called floor hopping. And, you know, you, you hit the button and we're not sure if they're on the 15th, 16th, or maybe they're on, maybe they're on the 14th floor. We're not too sure. Um, and when you would have union inspections uh, in a lot of states, when you push that button, a lot of times the union rep and the GM, they'll go to wherever security says the room is. And they have to know to the left or to the right of whatever door they're standing in front of, that needs to be correct. If for whatever reason they're on the wrong floor or they're four or five rows down, um, that's a major problem. You need to know with pre precision 
where the person is going to be. So that 3DI modeling uh, really came into effect with getting that precision level uh, notice on where the button, where the person that hit that button is um, specifically. And to my knowledge, we're one of the few companies that will actually do that. I, I would think that that has to be a must and that's got to be, you know, a game changer for you guys and your ability to attract clients broad-based, different asset groups and everything else. And I'm also thinking, you know, what a great system this would be in a theme park, whether it's Disneyland, Disney World, Universal Studios, those type of things as well, where you've got large amounts of, of associates on site, always walking around, and a lot of guests everywhere you go, um, you know, whether it's, you know, at the at University of Michigan football stadium, you know, on a Saturday when the no, stadium's no, packed. You know? No question. So, yeah. so to your point, you know, we, we do, uh, we do a lot of business and education, healthcare, hospitality, you know, multiple different types of verticals. Uh, Cause at the end of the day, um, there's a lot of duress situations, but at the same time too, uh, you also want to be able to help your guests in situations like that. You know, if you go to almost any major stadium, um, from a medical staff perspective, they effectively have a mobile hospital on site and it is astonishing. Any event you go to, you know, you, you can let a, uh, concession stand person know you're having a medical event and they have the ability to let people know, um, right away that you need that assistance. So to your point, yeah, there a lot of those, um, businesses, industries, we have absolutely had conversations with. I know the company has definitely had conversations with uh, some of the Disney properties in the past. Nice. So with a history of keeping staff and patrons safe across multiple platforms or business types, why don't you do me a favor, David, and tell the audience some of those different platforms so that in case we also get an ear from, say, a Class A office building or you know somebody else, uh, that they might be able to reach out to you and talk to you about this. For sure. So uh, best place to reach us is gethelpalert.com. That's going to be the best place to reach us. You can go on there. You can see some videos of the website. Uh, I always offer people, they can shoot me uh, an email as well at dbranca at rft.com. Uh, I'm sure some of the, you know, for the podcast info, I'm sure some of that will get put up. Uh, but gethelpalert.com is the best place to find us. Or you can go on uh the primary uh, rft.com you can go on that as well and that's a great place to uh, kind of start your search a lot of times people always ask where do i start what do i do uh and the simple answer i always kind of give people is we need to see your floor plans um obviously with some of our clients like casinos and stuff like that that can get a little dicey and a lot of times to yeah. kind of put them at ease what i'll say is whatever you've given the fire department we can we can work off of something similar um to that so that and signing um, and, a whole bunch of NDAs as well. <laughs> <laughs> for for sure. The nice part, you know, what, what we have found uh, to your point earlier, LORA has allowed us to work a lot easier with casinos. Cause a lot of times when you work with them, if you're on their Wi-Fi, there's a whole bunch of other security concerns. Yeah. There's gaming regulations. Uh, a LORA system has nothing to do with any of that. So that's allowed us to make life a lot simpler for many of our clients. And it's not taxing the Wi-Fi system. It's uh, you've only got so correct. Much yeah, that's use. a that's been a huge thing for yeah. for sure. Whether we talk to hospitals, hotels, schools, casinos, the less Wi-Fi traffic, the better. And the viewpoint I've gotten from security personnel, HR, and IT 
is they look at these services as a critical life safety infrastructure system. And if they can not have that on their Wi-Fi, it's one less major resource that they need to worry about or be responsible for. In 2023, there's so many things happening now on Wi-Fi, and uh, it doesn't take much to have a Wi-Fi go down. I love it. Okay, so we've got hospitality, we've got sports and entertainment, we've got hospitals, and we've got the educational component. Anybody else in there or something that I'm missing uh, for your potential clients? You know, we are starting to look at working with groups uh, like mass transit authorities. Uh, I had a meeting with a gentleman uh, in Boston and he uh, we were kind of just shooting the breeze about the product. And he said, man, you know, I'd love to get this out there for uh, some of our rail yards because they said that we had so many times we have guys, uh, you know, working on the trains. And again, you might have a homeless person or or somebody that has a substance abuse issue. And they said, we have people where they need to be 100% focused on what they're doing Doing, versus worrying about somebody that might be coming over that could bother them because they could get hurt if they're not paying attention on the job that has severe consequences. So, you know, there's a variety of outlets uh, in, in options. And it really, again, I always go back to it comes down to people's protocols and how they would like to use the technology that's uh, most beneficial to them, keeping their their staff, uh, our patrons safe and providing the best experience. Perfect. All right, my friend, David, are you ready? It's time for our lightning round. I'm ready. Okay. Word association. First thing that pops into your head, you got two minutes on the clock starting now. Safety. Uh, help alert by pinpoint. IT. Uh, headaches, Wi-Fi. New product. Exciting and curious. Favorite musical band, group, or solo artist? Oh, boy, that's a tough one. You know, it's funny. I told my girlfriend I secretly like Sting. I'm like, I'm a low-key Sting fan. I love it. I love it. Favorite airport? Favorite airport? Uh, I like Logan. It's easy. I fly JetBlue a lot, so it's one terminal. There you go. Favorite airline? I think we know. Oh, JetBlue. Yeah, Jet, <laughs> JetBlue. Terminal C at Boston. Makes my life easy. Yeah. Aisle or window? Ooh, I am a window seat and being 6'4", uh, I always need a more room seat. There you go. Uh, favorite sport? Uh, basketball. And in my 30s, I have uh, started to fall in love with playing golf. Nice. Tequila or whiskey? Ooh, tequila on the rocks. Casamigos. Nice. There you go. Like that. Favorite hotel or resort? Um, I like, I'm a big Marriott guy. I love all their properties. And uh, I will say a, a couple of years ago, I stayed at the JW out in San Antonio and got to play their TPC course where they do the Valero Open. And I was blown away at how beautiful they made it look around Christmas time. Nice. And you did that with 29 seconds left. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. What one thing would you like to tell the hospitality community about Pinpoint before you do a shameless plug? You know, I would say that, uh, you know, the company really has made a lot of decisions and we're very customer focused and customer centric. And I think that I love the fact that we take a consultative approach versus kind of saying, hey, this is what it is and making a lot of assumptions. There's a lot more that goes into, I think, putting these systems in place than people realize. Uh, and I certainly 
um, was blown away when I got out in the field and got to meet all of our staff. You know, the thing I always tell folks is I sell based of, based off of our service team. We have a rock star of service people that have been with the company for almost a decade. And um, they're the ones that really kind of make things happen and make my life easier. Perfect. Okay. Shameless plug. How can people get a hold of you, David? So they can get a hold of us at gethelpalert.com. You can email me at dbranca at rft.com. And I am more than happy and excited to help out with anybody uh, with their panic button needs. You know, the, the elevator pitch I tell people is we put the power of see something, say something in the palm of all of your employees' hands. Love it. Love it. David, thank you for joining us today. You've got an open invitation to come back anytime you'd like. And if you'd like to give us an article uh, for the Click blog, we'd love to publish it for you. So thank you very much. Craig, thank, thank you so much. And I got to tell you, the the Click, Click 6 conference this year, I, I thought was absolutely mind-blowing. And you guys do a tremendous job with it. And I, I certainly uh, encourage you to keep doing what you guys are doing. Oh, thank you very much. That means the world to us. Thank you. Take care, David. Thank you. Thank you, our audience. We also want to thank Red Roof Franchising and Chicago Title National Commercial Services Group, California. So, yeah, they've been a big part of the show, and I'd like to thank them again, and I'd like to thank you, our audience, for being with us today. Remember, we're bringing you the industry leaders. We're covering a plethora of different subjects. And stay tuned for an announcement on Click 7 coming soon as well. Also, our Hotel Development Deal of the Year. And please remember to subscribe and smash that bell on our YouTube channel so you're notified about updates when all the new episodes drop. If you're a night owl, you already know they drop at midnight at uh, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays. But Join us there. You can also follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the entire social media platforms. So thank you to producer Danny for another great show. David was an absolute pleasure and I can't wait to have him back again. Remember, be kind, share your knowledge, go be amazing.